Welcome to another edition of the Go Knows Podcast. I'm your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not an insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me and my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Uh, tremendous win <clears throat> against your arch rival, Florida Gators. Um, the game plan, in my opinion, was a little, well, I'm not going to say a little, a lot on the conservative side. Um, my previous, um, uh, you know, uh, watching Tate Rodemaker in other games, where he's had to step in for injured Jordan Travis, they were a little bit more um, explosive in terms of the play caller. Louisville and North Alabama. I mean, I don't really count the uh, mop-up duty. So I just felt like Mike Norvell would be a little bit more uh, risque in terms of the play calling, but um, he did. He called a couple of plays where he threw the ball down the field. Um, I just thought it would be a little bit more abundant, but you know, nevertheless, we we get we get the win. We beat our arch rival. We finished the regular season twelve and zero. It's on to the ACC championship against Louisville, who loses to Kentucky. I mean, at one point in that game, they were up 17-7. to I'm thinking, okay, Louisville's going to run away with it. And to Kentucky's credit, they battle. Um, they gash them with the running game, which, um, you know, seems great for us. I would like to think, to, I would like to think that we're better than Kentucky. They're a good football team, but I would like to think that Florida State is better than them. Um, and Louisville is is a uh, very good football team. I think they were just looking ahead to the ACC championship. Um, obviously, Louisville is going to drop. I think they're going to be somewhere around 15, 13, 15, 20, or between 13 and 20, something like that. Um, but in any event, you know, if we take care of business against Louisville, there's no way that we're going to get left out of the college football playoff. Um, I think if everything holds true to form, you know, it's going to be Georgia, Michigan, Washington, uh, Florida State. Um, I think in, in terms of the conference championships, the, the team that might lose their conference championship is Washington. I think Oregon's out for blood. I really feel like Oregon's out for blood. I think the Pac-12 championship Friday night is going to be the game of the weekend. And uh, I think Oregon, I'm predicting Oregon is going to beat them. 
And I think Oregon will probably get into the four spot, and that would push us to the three spot against Michigan, which, you know, I think we can beat Michigan. I don't think Michigan is all that. I really don't. Um, I just think they haven't faced. I don't. I think Ohio State is overrated. I just think offensively they've got Marvin Harrison Jr., who's a generational talent, and I think that's really it. Um, I'm not impressed with Ohio. I was never impressed with Ohio State's defense, and I in 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 its entirety, I think the Big Ten is just overrated. Um, I just think you got two historical programs in Ohio State and Michigan that play um, in a weak conference, and it just it's all hype. Um, and I'm not gonna sit here and say like the SEC. I mean the uh, ACC is the greatest conference in the world, but I think I would like to think that we're better than the Big Ten. Um, that's just my opinion. Uh, but I really don't care who we play. I mean, it doesn't matter. We're going to have a tough game if we're fortunate enough to make it to the college football playoff. Uh, um, I think Georgia can be had. Uh, you know, Georgia Tech played a, a tight game with them. Um, I don't think Georgia's defense is the Georgia defense of, you know, a year ago, two years ago, three years ago. So I think Georgia can be had. I think that quarterback can be had. I think if you blitz him, I, I want to see what he's made of. I would double Blake Bowers and blitz that quarterback and just to see what he's made of. Um, you know, Florida State can be had. There we're slow. We are a slow-starting team. I mean, just consistently the last – you know, five games, we've let teams get up 7, 10, 13 points in the first quarter, and then we have to basically claw our way back into the game. We have to be, we have to be a fast-starting team, man. And that's why I say you're going to have to let Tate Rodemaker throw this football because um, he's got a cannon. I mean, he, he's got an arm, and he can rip it. And I just – I love the running game. I, I, I Where was Marquiston Douglas? I mean, I've been saying it all season. He's he's your best lead blocker, okay? If you don't want to use Marquiston Douglas, um, Jaheim Bell, okay? Uh, like in the LSU game. In the second half, you were running that um, that uh, sweep. Uh, what is it a sweep or a counter? I don't know what it is, but basically, Jaheim Bell is the lead blocker. You're in the shotgun. It's split. You hand it off to um, Benson, and he's got. I think Benson is is a tremendous running back, but when he has a lead blocker. I mean, you're guaranteeing at least five yards when he has a lead blocker. And just the fact that you're making him 
go through a defender and he's still getting you two yards, three yards, why not give him a lead blocker and let him get you at least five? I love, I love the run game and I love, okay, we're gonna, we're gonna eat off the run game. I love that philosophy. It's conservative, but I need to guarantee yards. So, you know, I think Marquise Douglas has to be uh, utilized going forward, better utilized going forward if we're going to, you know, win an ACC championship and contend for a national championship. Um, that's just my opinion. All hands on deck because these are the – these are the championship rounds. And you, you just have to expand the use of your personnel. You have to expand the playbook. And I just think next week or later on this week, it's going to come down to Tate Rodemaker making a throw. I know you, you didn't want that to happen in the Florida game against – I mean, in the Florida game, in a hostile environment, excuse me. Um, and luckily, the game didn't come down to to him having to make a throw to get us in position to win the game. We heavily relied on the running game. Um, but I would like to think that Florida is on par with Louisville in terms of talent maybe their quarterback plumber is a little bit better than max brown but i would say they're comparable i would say that the sec top to bottom is better than the acc top to bottom and you know florida just didn't play up to their potential um but either way, it's gonna be a close game. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say 24, uh, 17. I think it's gonna be a close game. Um, Louisville can run the football. They can throw the football. Uh, you know, I think they just got caught looking past Kentucky. Give Kentucky credit too. They battled and won that game. Um, but I think our defense is better than Kentucky's. Um, nothing on film shows me that Louisville is going to be able to stop our defensive line. So it's really just going to be, you know, can we make plays offensively? And I think we can. Um, I would like to think that the quarterback for Louisville last season was a little bit more dynamic than Plummer. And we beat them. We came back and beat them. So um, I'm just, I mean, it just feels like surreal that we're 12-0, and 0, man, and we're competing for an ACC championship. I, I felt like we could get there at the beginning of the season. Um, but feeling that way, and watching it happen, um, man, it's, it's been a long time. It's been a long time, man. 
Um, and I just hope, I just hope that Florida State and the boosters and who who are all the power brokers within this program do whatever they have to do to keep us in this spot. I mean, you always hear about the power brokers within a college football program having, you know, infighting, civil wars, and that sets the program back. You know, I, I think for the longest time, Florida State and the boosters, they thought they could just win on the cheap. And, you know, I hate peeling off an old scab and reopening an old wound, but Jimbo told you guys, you know, there there's a new there's a there was a new wave coming. There was a new storm coming. And, you know, nobody took him seriously and we got behind. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You know, with the times in college football and that snowballed into firing Jimbo, hiring Willie Taggart, which I liked Willie Taggart personally, um, but wrong place, wrong time. And Mike Norvell, I was against the Mike Norvell hiring, but it, it, it turned out to be a phenomenal move. Because he showed that, hey, I can go pretty much anywhere I want and get whoever I want in terms of players. And I'm a Mike Norvell guy now. And he has shown me that, hey, you know, I'm a hell of a coach. I know what I'm doing. I can go get players. I can bring Florida State back. I know how to build a program. I know how to build a potential conference and national championship winning Program. I know how to go into high schools and get the top talent in this country. So, no, no more. I, I do question Mike Novell sometimes on his play calling and his strategy before the game, in the game, and you know, I, I do question that sometimes. Um, to me, I think any knowledgeable football fan knew that. The Florida Gators knew that Florida State was going to come out and be conservative and run the football. So to me, I think it was a great opportunity to run some play action and go at, go with Keon Coleman. Um, obviously, Tate Rodemaker has a preference for Johnny Wilson. I don't have a problem with that. I don't care who gets the stats, who gets the glory, who scores the touchdowns. Um, but I think... I think Florida, I mean, I think Louisville is going to try to copy that Florida game plan, which it was putting eight in the box and basically daring you to throw the football. You, you're going to have to take advantage of those. You're going to have to, you know, get Marquise and Douglas involved in this game from a lead blocking perspective. Um, I like some of the passes that you threw to Jaheim Bell. 
Um, he showed me a lot. Um, he's a bigger version of Debo Samuel, in my opinion. Um, I think I would love to see him in a San Francisco 49ers uniform. Um, I just feel like uh, we have an excellent opportunity to, to you know, to do something. Um, again, I, I think at the end when it's all said and done, it's going to be Georgia, Michigan, Florida State, Oregon. I, I just don't think Washington has the chops to beat Oregon twice. I think of all the one-loss teams, I think Oregon is the best. Um, I don't think Alabama will beat Georgia. I think Georgia is going to come out hair on fire. Um, I think it's going to be a close game. But ultimately, I just think Georgia with the best offensive line in college football is going to win that game, 31-17. I see Oregon... I see Oregon really blowing uh, Washington doors off. I really do. I think they're just, you know, they're on a mission to prove that they belong amongst the elite. And uh, so I think Oregon's going to beat Washington probably 38-24. Michigan... Like I said, I don't really watch a lot of Big Ten football. I think they're overrated, but I think Michigan's probably going to win that game. They're going to run it down their uh, Iowa's throat. I'm predicting 31-10. Um, don't get me wrong, Michigan is a good, great football team. I just think that the Big Ten is overrated. Very overrated. I feel like Penn State, Ohio State, and Michigan are overrated. Um, but nevertheless, they're here. You got to deal with them. Uh, so that's my prediction. Uh, Florida State in the ACC championship, again, I think it's going to be, you know, up and down. I think we pulled away late like we did against Florida. I think there's going to be more opportunity to score touchdowns. I think I'm predicting and I hope that Mike Norvell is a little bit more open in the play calling, um, 31-17, something like that. Um, I think you got to get the ball in Keon Coleman's hands. Obviously, the whole country knows that we're one of the best screen teams in the nation. So, you know, they're going to be looking for the screens. I think it's an excellent opportunity to go play action and go deep. Um, the offensive line has to play better. Um, Tate Rodermaker has to be a little bit more conscious and aware of where he is on the field. That's how we got that safety. Uh, but Akeem Dent, uh, sack on the quarterback, that call was horrendous. Uh I don't know what the ref it, it just it just seemed like throughout that whole game the refs were, the refs were trying to you know screw us over. That's what it felt like to me. You know, it was us against the refs in the beginning because we you know 
we have multiple delayed game penalties. And it's just it's just something that you're gonna have to work with Tate, Rodemaker. Um, you're gonna have to work with him on that throughout the course of practice this week, getting him to uh be on time. Um, but I think Tate responds better with the the fast, the go fast approach on offense. I think the more time that you give him at the line of scrimmage to think, the more likely he is to make a mistake. It just seems like he responds better when he has to think less and he could just let the ball rip. Um, that 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 uh, pass to Johnny Wilson right there at the goal line in the corner, I mean, just a tremendous throw. I mean, it wasn't a perfect throw, but tremendous throw. And I believe that was coming off the uh, fast, going fast approach. So I would like to see more stuff like that. The hate for Florida State is, to me, is is very disrespectful. Um, If we win the ACC championship, I, I don't think it's any doubt that we deserve to be there. And you have all these... Uh, college football analysts that say the most deserving, the, I'm sorry, the, uh, the four best teams. Well, if it, at last time I checked, the ACC is a power five conference. If we win the ACC championship, why wouldn't we be in the playoff? I, you know, I know there's a supreme SEC bias and we know the mouth of the South, the guy with the ball head and the big ears and the glasses is going to try to get, if he could, if he was making the playoff, he would have Alabama, Georgia and Ole Miss in there. And I think he'd probably try to find a way to get LSU in there. I mean, we, we really have to stop this SEC bias crap. We really have to, to me, if you don't win your conference championship, you don't deserve to play for a national championship. That should be a rule, right? You're going to a 12-team playoff. Every conference, every FBS conference should be represented. I think it's like 10 of them. Every conference should be represented, and you should have two at-large bids. Now, if you're not going to let the group of five have more than one team in in that playoff, then let the group of five have their own playoff. Right? Let them have their own playoff. Make Power 5 schools only play Power 5 schools. That's the way it should be. Because the just the just the the current way that college football is um Played in terms of the championship season, it's a joke. It's a joke. It's 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 a pageant. You might as well call it the college football pageant. Nothing should nothing in football should be decided in a boardroom or a meeting room or a conference room. Everything in football at all levels should be decided on the field. You know, everybody says that Georgia is the best team. We don't know that. We don't know that. Everybody says Michigan and 
Oregon and Washington and Ohio State. We don't know that. We don't know if Georgia almost got beat last year against by Ohio State. Okay? And TCU shouldn't have been there, but they put them in there. And they got throttled. Um, I would like to think that we're better than TCU of last year. All the way around. We lost probably our best player. Okay, but we shouldn't be penalized for that. I mean, even if we had Jordan Travis, I think it would be a lot of uh, bias towards Florida State. And the bias is really coming from the SEC homers analysts that that um, they just want all SEC teams in there. We should just nobody else in this country should play college football. We should only watch the SEC. No other team matters. Right? That's that's pretty much what we should say. Only the SEC matters. You know, and I, I would say the guy's name, but I don't want to get a strike. I don't I don't want to be further, you know, whatever with with this platform. And you know who I'm talking about. So I'm I'm just gonna say the guy with the big ears and the glasses and the bald head, you know who I'm talking about. He he he's had a grudge against Florida State ever since we joined the ACC and not the SEC. You know, clearly we were the best team in 2013 when we won the national championship, and he didn't want us to be there in that scenario. To end the BCS. He didn't want us there then. He he was talking smack the whole time. Throughout the whole season. He's always going to take shots at Florida State. Always. We could run the table this year. He's going to take more shots. So I just. I mean if we lose we lose. If we lose to Louisville. Of course we don't deserve to be there. Okay. We, we, we not going to sit here. I like Mike Norvell's approach. He's not trying to campaign. He's basically saying, hey, we take care of business. We're going to be there. We have to take care of our business and let everything else sort itself out. We're not going to get on the campaign trail. We're not going to beg and lobby. We're going to win all our games. We're going to win our conference. And then we'll, you know, we'll see what happens. But like I said earlier, college football pageant. That's what this is. This is a money-making scheme. This isn't about determining who's the best team in college football. This is a money-marketing campaign scheme, whatever you want to call it. Because I I guarantee you, this 12-team playoff next year is going to have four SEC teams in it. Guaranteed. Alabama, Georgia is going to be there for certain. Maybe Ole Miss, right? And maybe... LSU, guaranteed, guaranteed. I bet you anything four SEC teams get in this tournament next season. Bet you. And that's, that's, that's what, more than a quarter of, of the, the uh, seeds? So, you know, and, you know, the other guy who does uh, – the uh, college football color commentary every Saturday night. I'm not going to say his name. We'll just say Herbie. I mean, 
Dude, could you be, could, how, 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 <laughs> how much can you be against Florida State? Remember on the airplane you were saying that when you pretty much campaigned for Willie Taggart to get fired? Right? Pretty much so. And now it's just like everybody hates Florida State now. Everybody hates Florida State. Nobody wants us there. Why? Why? I, I don't get it. Ever since this dude, when Auburn went undefeated that year, I, I want to say that was either 2004 or 2005 when USC was in their heyday. And he said, and I quote, the SEC is down this year. I haven't heard Herbie say anything negative about the SEC since. Like I said earlier in the uh, podcast, I mean, why don't we just – why don't we just not call it the college football playoff? Why we just call it the SEC Invitational? Let's just put Alabama, Georgia, Ole Miss, and LSU in every year. And if Florida ever has a good season, we'll throw Florida in there. Or whatever SEC team you want. I mean, Oklahoma and Texas are going to the SEC next season, so we can do Oklahoma, Texas, Alabama, and Georgia every year. Cause it's it's really a joke. I I don't I don't I don't get into most deserving. I don't get into the four best teams. I don't care about that. If if you're in a power five conference and you win all your games, conference championship included, you should have the opportunity to play for a national championship no matter who you are if it's wake forest northwestern rutgers uh stanford whoever if you run the table you win all your games why don't you have the the right to to have the opportunity to play for a championship and this is why i hate major college football this is I love it, but this is one of the reasons why I hate it, because the postseason is a joke. You know, you get these idiots on TV that have influence, that have influence. And, you know, we're we're talking about now if Florida State wins the ACC championship, they could potentially be left out if Alabama beats Georgia. This that would be, I mean, you would make a mockery of what little respect I have for the college football playoff, and it, it wouldn't just be my team; it, it could be any team. Um, you know, suddenly there's this newfound respect for the Pac-12. Suddenly, it's just this newfound respect for the Pac-12. For the last, since USC was in their heyday, nobody's respected the Pac-10, the Pac-12, whatever you want to call it. Nobody's looked out west and said, hey, we, we respect those guys. It's just this year now because the ESPN has made has basically dissolved the Pac-12 
And now it's this newfound respect that we need to get West, the West Coast involved in the college football playoff. Since the inception of the college football playoff, we've had one Pac-12 team make it to the college football playoff. And I, this episode is going to go over a little bit. It's the ACC, the first ACC championship podcast episode. So, and my boys are being disrespected. So, um, I'm off that. Uh, Tate Rodemaker. I don't, I, I think there's a little gamesmanship going on here. I think Mike Norvell is intentionally not putting a lot of passing, or at least in this game, in the Florida game, he intentionally did not put a lot of tape out there as far as Tate Rodemaker throwing the football. I guess if he makes it to the college football, if we, I shouldn't say he, if Florida State makes it to the college football playoff, he wants as less tape out there as possible. This is just my theory. I, You know, I definitely don't know this for a fact. Um but I, if you, when you get even even this Saturday in the ACC championship game, it this that Louisville's gonna force you to make Tate Rodemaker make a play. You know that's coming. And if you, if you beat Louisville and you go play Georgia or Michigan or whoever, they're gonna put eight in the box and say Tate Rodemaker beat us. Now I, you know, the Louisville game last season, I, I was supremely confident. Okay, Tate can go out there and beat Florida. Tate can go out there and beat Louisville. The college football playoff is going to be a different animal. Okay, if we're fortunate enough to make it to the college football playoff, we get Daryl Jackson Jr. back, six seven, three hundred and twenty plus pound defensive tackle. Okay, if we play Georgia, you don't think he's going to be a factor in the run game? 6'7", 320 plus. Okay, to go with uh, Fisk and Farmer and Lovett. Okay? Okay? So, I I think we would have a – I think we get Daryl Jackson Jr. back. Or, I'm sorry, not get him back. Get him in the postseason for the college football playoff. I, I like I like our chances to stop that run because everything Georgia does is predicated on the run. You stop the run, you might stop Georgia. Their defense can be had. Okay, Georgia Tech put up 23 points on uh, Georgia. I'm not scared of Georgia. I'm, I'm more afraid of Oregon. That's who I don't want to see. Okay. Oregon, to me, is the hottest team in the country right now. I I think on a neutral field, they can beat anybody. I I got them rolling Washington this Friday. I have them rolling Washington. I, I would love for them to skip over us and get to the three spot and play Michigan. I would love it. Um, so 
we have to take care of business. It's kind of premature to sit here and talk about college football playoff, anything, you know, pertaining to that as far as disrespect or seating or whatever. We have to take care of our business. That's first and foremost. Once we do that, man, we, we can talk about whatever. Once we have that ACC championship trophy back where it rightfully belongs, um, I, I can I will go as far as I need to go as far as running my mouth on this podcast about the disrespect that these uh, you know analysts are are you know uh, throwing down on us, and uh, I think we're gonna win this Saturday. I think it's gonna be a closely contested game. You're going against a very well-coached team um, that has playmakers everywhere, offense, defense, special teams. Uh, Coleman, the Jackson State transfer, Dion recruit, former Florida State recruit, is dynamic. Uh, they're running. They got two really good running backs. Plummer is a good quarterback. Their offensive line is solid. Their defense is 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 solid. Uh, Kentucky gave them the business. So I would like to think that we're a better team than Kentucky. Uh, Leary might be slightly better than Tate Rodemaker, but um, I think the same plan is going to hold true to form. You don't put the game in Tate Rodemaker's hands uh, to win it. Now, if I'm Louisville, I'm putting Nate in the box and I'm daring you to throw it. You're going to have to show me that you can make a play, okay? We we have been a very slow starting team. Louisville is a very fast starting team. So if we come out there, you know, with our heads up our buns, you know this this could be this could be a twenty one nothing game in the first quarter. It really could. So I don't I don't know what. Mike Norvell is telling these guys before the game, you need to start fast. You need to start fast. Marquiston Douglas needs to be a factor in the run game as a lead blocker for Trey Benson. Trey Benson is pretty much you go and look at you go and look at these 12 games when Trey Benson has had a lead blocker. He's, he's pretty much guaranteed to get four or five yards. Um, Tua Philly can be an X factor. Um, he, he's, he's more of a between-the-tackle runner. We know he has excellent hands. He runs great routes. Uh, Douglas, Ja'Kai Douglas could be a factor. Okay? Um, I don't know if Hakeem Williams is going to play in this game. But he could be a factor. Destin Hill could be a factor. Okay? It's, you got all these weapons at your disposal. You need to take advantage of them. I mean, we it's, it's, it's go time. These are the championship rounds, man. And holding stuff back, you know, you got to let it all hang out at this point. You got to put all your cards on the table and go get this win. To shut all these people up. And get into that playoff. Once we in the playoff, anything can happen. So, um, 
can't wait for this weekend. Um, I think I think the Pac-12 championship, I, I got Oregon winning that. I got us winning the ACC. I, I, I got Georgia winning the SEC. I got Texas winning the Big 12. And I got Michigan winning the Big 10. So if all of that holds true to form, I would put Oregon at the three spot, leave us in the four spot, and that's it. Um, if Washington runs the table, I think you leave them at three. Or you might, you could make a case that Washington should move up to the number two spot. Either way, it's going to be Michigan against a Pac-12 team. Michigan's pretty much locked into that two spot. I really feel like Michigan should move up to the one spot just because they beat the number two team in the country. Whereas Georgia struggled with Georgia Tech. So we'll see what happens. Um, I've appreciated the support all season long. Um, you know, anybody that's taken time out of their life to listen to this podcast, I really do appreciate it. Um, the podcast is available on YouTube. The podcast is available on all podcast platforms. As always, go Knowles.